Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Lord, with your power and your grace and your mercy. Lord, we pray that our minds and hearts and souls would be fertile soil for the gospel. Your word may bear great fruit in our lives. Illuminate these scriptures for us. Convict and console our hearts. Speak, for your servants are listening. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. So what is your response, what is my response to Christ the newborn King? Today the Gospel gives us two two different reactions to Jesus' birth. We have first the Magi. Magi who were not part of the people of Israel, who were not part of the people who were, who were seeking and longing for the Messiah, but they were, were men who were seeking the truth. Wanting to know the truth. And hearing about in some, some other land, some other place that a king would be born. And so they follow these prophecies, they follow the star, and they're coming in great humility. They think what they're leaving, they're leaving, they're leaving their, their home, they're leaving their lands, they're, they're going on this long journey for the purpose of offering themselves, offering their gifts, and offering themselves before this newborn king. And they arrive, and there they are with the Lord. And he comes in, in, in such a surprising manner. How many people do you think that during that week, during those days in Bethlehem, walked right by Mary and Joseph and the Christ child? How many think walked by as they were in the manger, right? I'm like, oh, maybe I feel bad for this family seemed to be of meager means. Maybe their hearts went out to them. Maybe walked by um, and thought, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to avoid this family because clearly they don't have much and they may ask me for something. Who knows? But what was present was the Word made flesh. Was God incarnate. And then here you have, right, these men, these magi, they're pursuing the Lord. They're pursuing the Lord, and they come when they meet him. They recognize in this baby, who presumably looked like every other Jewish baby born at that time, cried, needed his diaper changed, all of it. And they come and they see in Christ the Messiah, King. So they offer him their gifts, and then they lay prostrate before him. This, this is a position of worship. They lay prostrate, face down, on the ground. There is no position, I believe, to be in front of someone that makes you more vulnerable than to lay down in front of them with your face in the dirt. I mean, you completely, you're making yourself totally vulnerable before them. Completely. And this was an act of total and complete surrender. Like not afraid to surrender everything in their life that this child, right, God in the flesh, 
was the Lord and was the king. And then you have King Herod. King Herod hears about this king, and the first thing, you know, he wants to know, like, where's the king? Why does he want to know? Because he wants to kill him. Herod is jealous. Herod wants to hold on to whatever power and control that he has. And anyone, anyone who would take that from him, literally he wanted to kill. So we know the rest of the story that he couldn't, he couldn't find who Christ was, and so he had every male child born killed. Slaughter of the innocents. But even above that, if you read history, Herod had his wife killed, his mother-in-law killed, and his oldest three sons killed. Why? Because he was afraid to let go of the crown. He thought, no, I, I can't let go. Like, I have to have this power. And anyone who, who is a threat to it whatsoever, like, we're just going to kill him. Now, ourselves, as we approach the Lord, really, too, as the Lord approaches us, because that's really what Christmas is about. Yes, the, the Magi went on a journey, but it was the Lord who went journeying first. Came looking for us in the Incarnation. And as the Lord pursues us, how do we respond? Do we respond like the Magi, total surrender, great humility before the Lord, laying our crowns down? Or do we respond like Herod? No, I'm king. I'm queen. We hold on to control. Now, odds are you're at Mass on Sunday that... Um, you're, you're not totally haired, right? Neither am I. We're not totally haired. Okay. But the probability is, is that there are places in our hearts that, yes, we're like the Magi, and there are places in our hearts that we can lay those things down before the Lord. But there are places in our hearts that we're, we're like Herod. We're fearful to let go. Control, power. We're fearful to allow the Lord in, right? We're fearful fearful to let him say what is good and true and beautiful and there's a particular sin that we're like, you know what? Nope, Lord, I call the shots here or whatever it is. When we do that, we're just like Herod. We destroy relationships in our life. Our relationships with other people, with our families, and even with the Lord, especially with the Lord. In this, in this gospel passage, in this Christmas season, God is pursuing us in the incarnation. And he's coming to us in a way, again, he comes as a child, Pope Benedict tells us, because he doesn't want us to be afraid of his majesty and glory. I said this before, but I kind of chuckle when I see angels drawn as like babies with wings. I'm like, that artist didn't read the Bible. Because when you read the Bible, when angels show up, people are scared. They're like, don't kill me. And they hit the ground. Why? Because of the holiness of the angel. The angel is radiating the holiness of God, and they're coming into contact with something so amazing and so holy that they're like, no, 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 no. Like, I know I'm unworthy. Like, don't kill me, please. How much more right in the presence of the Lord? And so God, not wanting us to be afraid of his majesty, he comes as a child. 
Because he wants us to love him. To not be afraid of him, Pope Benedict tells us. Well, what is our response? Are we like the Magi? Are we like Herod? Can we surrender everything? Or are there things in our life that we, we still cling to, we still claim and hold, no, no, I'm king of this. Why? Why? It does us no good. And if it's, particularly if it's a serious sin, it puts us in, 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 in danger of eternal salvation. And it's, it's just the truth of it. So today, why don't we make a decision to give it to Jesus? Today, why don't we make a decision to lay it down? Even if, even, and if you've made the decision before and you're like, man, I just keep picking it back up, then great, then make the decision again today. Make it interiorly, offering it before the Lord, and then make it exteriorly, like what are things in my life that I need to change, like practical things that I need to change so that I can let that go and give God space in that aspect of my life. Do relationships need to change? Do habits need to change? I need more prayer. I need fasting. What, what, what do I need to do? Why are we not doing it? Some fear. But the Lord is coming as a child, so we should not be afraid. And he's offering us everything. And Jesus comes, and he comes to us now, and he comes to us at every moment. Are we more like the Magi, total surrender, or are we more like Herod, holding on? And when we are like the Magi, what happens is that first reading, rejoice, Jerusalem, right? The glory of the Lord shines upon you. Your light has come. Your light has come. And then we become, we become lights in the dark world because Christ is born and shining in and through us. Today, let's lay down the crown. Right here, right now, why would we?